Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special podcast here at Chef Salty Pork. Here with us is two of the owners of Papa J's, Dave Osmania and Mike Borgia. What's up, guys? How are you? Yeah. How you doing? Did I did I butcher those names properly, or was that was that pretty okay? Uh, it's it's Borja. It's Borja. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! You're Pinoy. You know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Indeed. Hey, he got it. He's gonna realize. <laughs> he got Osmania yeah. just perfect, though. So, I know. Uh, yeah, perfect. Osmania. Yeah. So, so, yeah. No one so ever Dave... gets that right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where is. I'm, I'm, I'm used to being like, it's Dave Osmania, O S M E N A. Yep, O S M E N A. And it's spelled like four times. That's, I gotta do that. <laughs> sure. Everybody, I, you guys know what that's all about. <laughs> Like, oh, Borja. M is in Mary, is that, E is in Nancy, A. And they're like, yep. That's is it. that yeah. Bisaya, Borja? Uh, no, it's actually uh, Tagalog. It's from. Uh, oh, well, okay. It's actually Spanish. Let's call it what it is. Like every other Filipino hey. name that's out there, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, my dad is uh, from San Pablo, Laguna. Uh, but oh. Bisaya, uh, that's on my mom's side. She's from uh, Iloilo. Oh, okay. So she, okay. Yeah, okay. so she's a longo, yep. Got it. Uh, my name is Gonzalez with a Z. So my dad was actual. He was he was Spaniard. He was like the white guy. In the, in the <laughs> Everybody else is brown. Uh, my dad was the only white guy there. So, but, so um, the white the white guy part of you pronounced it Borja. So you're okay. Borja. Yeah. But it's Borja. Okay, it's I got Borja, it. Yeah. Borja. All right. I I was gonna say There's Borja, a, there, but I didn't there but we do have four names though. Town Borja in Spain. There is, is there a, a town Borja. Borja there is a town Borja in Spain. It's uh, I'm like looking this the, up right now. Like in the Borja. north east. I think it's uh Spain. northwest of Barcelona. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. Okay. There you go. There Spain you go. There yeah. Spain is like that is like who knows what how, where that name came from. Yeah. Who knows? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. But okay, so I was mentioning to to Dave a little earlier, Mike, that um, because he asked how your guys' drink tasted like. For so for mm -hmm. me, I, I like vodka cold, so I stuck it in right. the freezer. Literally, it's been there for yeah. like a, a good day, just just chilling. Popped it open the other day, took a sip. My immediate thought was moonshine. It, it's so smooth and it's so clear. You just kind of I was like, am I what? What am I just? What am I drinking? And I, and I was like, it's smoother than Tito's, but it's it's definitely not Tito's. Then you get hit by that nice, warm, nutty coconut. So, explain to me why Papa J's and why that name also, if you guys don't mind. Papa J's. Yeah. The name uh, is basically it was a, a placeholder all along. Uh, Papu is. Uh, the name my family gives me, like you know, so everybody's got a nickname, and uh, uh, nickname. mine's Papu. And then Papu. Uh, the J's came from, yeah, that, that, uh, yeah. And I figured we we figured we would change it, you know, but we never came up with another uh, name. And then somehow it ended up on the bottle. And the days are we've got, you know, we've got uh, Mike and I have a different another partner named uh, Joda, and then Borja is like the J is pretty prominent, so it's actually hmm. Papu J's. It's not like Papu J apostrophe S. 
the J's, Papu J's, or two J's. Got it, Papu J's. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So it says here it's a small batch handcrafted spirit for nectar of coconut flowers. Um, explain to me, because I've never, I, I only, I lived in the Philippines from till I was about twelve, and then I moved over. So I didn't really fully get immersed in you know the full culture, but I still remember most of the dishes that I that I grew up with. I've never had the privilege of any of this. So tell me a little backstory on this coconut, because apparently it's been there for five hundred years. Yeah, and, and, and they started. Well, there's records of of uh, Lombanog, uh, Lombanog being made in the Philippines way back to the 1400s. Now that's oh, wow. right up. Yeah, that's right up there with uh, Scott. Ah, the first record of Scott being made is also mm. in the 1400s, and that is right about the time that that they start spirits for for drinking. You know, uh, before that, only thing that they saw spirits for was for medicinal uses. But now, they, they're right wow. there, they were you know, Lamanog, our Filipino culture is right up there with with Scott on as far as you know, party people. You know, mm. <laughs> um, that, yeah, and uh, the, the, it's a, it's like one of the simplest processes for making uh, for making spirits. It's 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 made from the nectar from a coconut tree. Uh, they they go and they climb up a coconut tree, and they'll shave off the flower. Um, so they don't really use the coconut, not the nut itself, or the meat it. from the nut. They they get the nectar from the flower. And if you ever go up there and get it, you'll see it's like it's a, it's a very milky, sweet, uh, great drink. It's you can get that mm. cold, and it's uh, like a kid's drink. It's a great thing, and then if you if you uh, drum it for let it let it sit for a couple of days, there's a, a sort of a natural process that makes the alcohol. There's mm. no you know they don't add yeasts like they do for beer or, or, or rum or vodka and any of that. It's just mm. the, the, the the natural yeasts in in the in the nectar will start to make alcohol on its own. Yeah, and uh, after a couple of days, that becomes I don't know if you've ever heard of it, like tuba. Like a, mm-hmm. it's like a wine almost, almost like 15% okay. alcohol. Um, and then if wow. you take that, 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 uh, tuba, you distill it. Uh, you, you distill that one time, you get Lombanog. You get that sort yeah. of clear, uh, 40%, yeah, 40%, uh, alcohol spirit. Mm-hmm. It uh, is, uh, it is quite uh, delicious. You know, I think you've tried it. It's, it, it is quite delicious. I'll tell you right now, I was just like, what I, I tell you, I was yeah, like, we love what it, am I there's drinking? There's so much. You know, the flavors are somewhere between uh, a vodka, maybe a rum, and definitely tequila in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we love that because it's, you know, it's a super sustainable product. Uh, coconut trees, they call them sort of the, uh, the lazy man's tree. Uh, and yeah. they, don't re- they, they don't require fertilizer. They don't require pesticides. Uh, they don't require herbicides. You just leave them alone and they will produce. And they, they produce year-round. It's not like you're... Uh, you know, you're growing a batch of corn or a batch of wheat, yeah. potatoes, where you plant, you let it grow for a while, and then you harvest. I mean, it's like coconut trees constantly are making product, and that's what we love about it. You know, it's it's something that that that, that the Philippines can really put out, um, and it's something mm-hmm. that I think you know uh, we can share with the world with uh, with pride in that it's it's something that is uh, uh, that lets an economy grow. Uh, it's very local. Like most most of the farms are are small medium-sized type situations mm. where there's no big corporations involved when we get nectar yeah. it's like the guy down the road uh and our distillery you know is run by uh uh two women who learn how to distill from from her, their mother who learned how to distill yeah. from her father it's just a, a very very uh 
uh, I, I would say the word organic. It's just right yeah, there. Yeah, it's like yeah. that, like, you know, like, it, like it, down it, in the people. <laughs> right. It doesn't get any more rustic than that. I mean, there's no machines. It's a guy that climbs up on a tr up the tree, mm -hmm. and it's he makes his way across from tree to tree on a, a bamboo scaffolding, let's call it. And uh, you know, it's and it doesn't produce very much of a carbon footprint. So yeah, like Dave said, it's it's sustainable and environmentally sound. Well, some of the best foods are actually in the street foods. So no matter where in the world you are, the chefs will always pride. Oh, you know, I was in. I was in Thailand. I saw this grilled duck feet or something, and it's off the streets. This is what people are cooking on a regular basis, yes. and then they kind of take it back here, or we're vice versa. It doesn't matter, but that's how we all kind of come up with this stuff. But anything, anything of that greatness will always be great. So, like I mentioned, I it reminded me of moonshine so much. Uh, I actually, my wife and I actually drink this moonshine that's got coconut flavor to it. it. Doesn't even compare to it. It's just like ah, you know what? We're not buying that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know but that yeah, was I mean, that was that was probably moonshine with coconut infused well, flavor coconut flavor into it, yeah right yeah. yeah this doesn't compare you. not at it's all it's like you you hit it and it's just like oh my goodness it is so smooth and i took like a four ounce shot well no that's 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 a shot <laughs> to you. me good for yeah, you that's a, good, that's a shot yeah, to me know. that's a, yeah yeah you, yeah, you just the, 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 yeah, the expectations that we get, we kind of have to manage is more of people. People see that in coconut, they start to think, "Oh, this is a Malibu." You know, this is sort of a mm. liqueur that, that's got Not that's even. got a coconut flavor to it. Yeah. It's it's zero like that. It is it is Not just a even. nice, bright, clean, clear spirit, and you get you know the hint of the distillate in there, like a hint from it that sweetens it up, so it doesn't knock you on your butt. Mm -hmm. but when you, no, it's great. So like, yeah. so I'm actually on your website right now, Papa Jay's dot com at the home and there's there's a whole slew of things in here but you can definitely buy this product all straight from you guys however the ones that really piqued my interest though is your cocktails so let's talk about some of these if you guys don't mind what is what, your paparoni that this is just like what a great marketing name right there all together yeah that sweet vermouth um was a campari sweet vermouth. it's just a simple drink you know, it's uh, mm -hmm. one of the classics. I think uh, Campari, it's, it's just sort of, a, it's a Negroni, really, um, yep. that we thought the, the Papu Jays worked really, really well in that sort of, that with all those little bits of flavor in there. Um, just that's sounds the one so we delicious. played with a lot. Uh, one of the first, one of the, one of the first drinks, really, I started doing, and it's a simple one. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's a good, uh, I don't know, like a, you know, if you're uh, in in a in a fancy a fancy sort of bar situation, uh -huh. uh, that works really well. Kind of like that late night uh, that late night drink, you know. Okay. And one of the, we've been playing a lot with sort of uh, a lot of coffees uh, mm. uh, because we know we know like there's a lot of uh, Filipino coffees coming out now, and we've been we've just been infusing with uh, with with probably just straight with coffee, like doing like cold brews instead of using water to make a cold brew. We've been doing We've been doing Papu Jays and uh, I got a nice, good dark roast and letting that infuse wow. and, and using that to, you know, and then you, you drink that with a little bit of coconut water and a mm -hmm. frozen, frozen coconut water ice cube. And uh, that's sort of like, that's becoming sort of like a superpower. People are starting to really use that because uh, you look at the, a nice frozen coconut water is, uh, is it gets colder than uh -huh. water itself. 
and as it sort of as it melts down into a into the cocktail, it doesn't take away from the cocktail, like a, like an ice cube will just dilute a cocktail. Yeah, that that uh, just frozen coconut water just adds a nice sort of nuttiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice adding a little bit of nuttiness and a little bit of sweetness, and it's, it, it works super good. You know? We need to get uh, uh, we've we been playing a lot with. We we need to get our hands on some uh, Baraco coffee, you know, coffee straight from the Philippines. Yeah. So yeah. we need to get some of that and make it, uh, you know, do that with the uh, the coffee drink that you've got, Dave. So. Oh, absolutely. So we got to get uh, our hands on. So I, I have been sort of uh, playing with, uh, you know, having, yeah, getting getting stuff shipped over whenever people, yeah. you know, visit visit or go to the Philippines, visit from the Philippines or go to the Philippines and come back. I have them bring me some coffee and we sort of been playing with with those little uh those little uh those different flavors and mm. it's been it's been a lot of fun that you can't the, the coconut water it's been great you're not able to get them on like an oblique buying box or something like that <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> things have get, them things send get, it over here yeah Lost well, I, there. yeah 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 usually my parents go once a year um they're, they're retired physicians they use uh they usually do a medical mission okay um every year and they, they pick a small town in the philippines and the provinces and they do free surgeries free checkups uh free you know like surgeries like cataracts they'll do that yeah, for, yeah, free yeah. for the for the people in the philippines and usually when he goes back he brings back some Baraco. but this time around he didn't he, because of covid wasn't able to go to the philippines this this year so yeah it's a little uh, tough right now to travel but it's it's yeah. nonetheless it's okay I, I think you guys will do it usually i was gonna say usually you would drink the coffee to kind of wake you up but let's just punch him out with one more out you know a couple <laughs> more ounces of of liquor right in the face while we're at it um also, however yeah, i do want to to play with uh with uh the 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 flavors here in, in the u.s you know we're doing a oh, lot definitely. of uh, like uh watermelon like a pureed mm. watermelon run through a strainer and some uh, some ginger ale and limes. That mm. made you know that's that's been my summer drink. I've been doing that all summer long and uh, sharing it with the folks and you know especially I'm not sure what it's like there in New York, but it is hot right now. And yeah, <laughs> we have been pouring that all week. Yeah, and uh, we've been having yeah. a lot so of fun. Yeah, exactly. And Casey, exactly. what what I do is like you, I put it in the freezer. Yeah, I take Papa Jays, I put it in the freezer and. My wife and I, on the weekends, we pull out the frozen Papa J's and get some orange juice, and that's the drink. That's the drink yeah, in the morning. That's and then, literally and then in the afternoon. And then in the afternoon, you take out that same frozen bottle if you haven't finished it yet, <laughs> and you you put lemonade in that. So that becomes the afternoon drink in the middle of the day. Got so it. Very. I see simple. what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. You know, I had um I had a thought cuz at the restaurant we we do quite a few of coconut dishes. Uh, as of right now, uh, the more popular one cuz we're running it currently um popcorn shrimp. Or not necessarily popcorn shrimp, but um uh coconut shrimp. Like the the 1620 shrimp, you flatten it, you batter mm-hmm. it with coconut on top. I think one of those drinks would be just stellar with that dish all together. But I had an idea too, though, because I I think, like I mentioned in an email, I believe to Dave, the way I eat is the way I feel. So I don't I don't really care for whatever drinks is on the menu or whatever kind of food. It's like when I see it, I'll know what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Your drink, I think, 
and my I, that's just how my brain would. Um, just a simple whatever it is your your drink plus simple syrup, but cake the top of the rim of your glass with um uh with toasted coconut. I I just need a little yeah. bit more oh. texture, cause like I I think that's just how my brain works. I would really dig a texture without having to do like you know sugar right. or or uh, or salt or whatever that little commonplace. Mm-hmm. But I, I want something to yeah. like bite into. Would would you would you grind up the because yeah, you know coconut typically comes in like the flakes or like the longer. Mm. Would you grind it up even further into a powder? Yes, I would. I would definitely. And then toast it, not so much that it's overly brown, but just slightly hum of golden. So oh, maybe man, two minutes. Up again. Right. That's okay. Like two minutes in the oven uh, at 300 for coconut flakes to just, just ever so slightly brown. Pulse that into whatever uh-huh. you're using. Dip your top of your drink, and I think that'll give you mm-hmm. a happy day. I mean, at least I'm going to try that at my restaurant, actually, uh, when I go back to work in a couple of days and right. let you guys know. And also you, give my. Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. Do you do no, no, like, please. Do, do you do desserts too as well? Casey? We do desserts. Do you, yeah, would yeah, you yeah. do a like a so? My wife made a uh, cassava this cassava. past weekend, and uh, I think the next time we make cassava, I think we're going to try to put a little little Papa Jays in there because you know you can put the cassava should. and then you can put strings of the macapuno, right? Put mm-hmm. that in there. And then maybe put a shot of a uh, shot or two, depending on how much alcohol you want to put into it uh, and put that into the cassava cake. So if you, if you make cassava, I think that would be something you could experiment mm-hmm. with. Um, and her aunt this weekend made a rum cake. Oh, so there you go. Perfect basically, for it. It'd just be just like a sucker. Cake. Yeah. Just douse it. So it was just like just a it was basic bunt, bunt cake and mm. she just doused it with rum, but think maybe experiment with uh, Papa Jays and see what that that tastes like. No, definitely. You probably I think, put some um, coconut yeah, I've been doing a lot of, uh, of I've been doing a lot of uh, uh go for it, Dave. Of, uh, oh, there you go. Pie crusts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, like, pie crusts. I got can you. Hear you me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been, yeah, I've been doing yeah, I've been doing a lot of pie crusts with it and then sort of playing it with uh with uh, as, uh like on my fried chickens and I you know, I, I thought when yeah. you said your popcorn shrimp you know, using using a little Papa Jays in my in the batter with like the you know mm. mixing up some coconut flour as well. Absolutely. And that 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 sort of it really puffs right. out the, uh, the, right. the 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 batter. So mm. yeah, no, that's, what about, that's um, a lot of fun. What about buco pie? And your like Ooh. the crust of the buco pie would be good. I I mean, like I said, anything texture wise, I'm so for it. But my my first initial thought for an actual dessert with this is flan. Oh, just yeah, just straight coconut flan, um, toasted coconut underneath to give it a little crunch with a caramel coconut um, syrup yeah. to to top it off, and then infuse the thing with Papa Jays, and I think that would just oh give it also oh, delicious, um, and then actually get like shaved coconuts and spear mm-hmm. the sucker, and I think that would be a pretty good uh, display presentation in my restaurant. But that would be, I don't know, eighteen dollars for a five ounce little. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, 18, easy. 1899. <laughs> Push it. <laughs> 18 1899. Have you ever tried doing like uh Dave and I when we were uh before before COVID hit, you know, we would be hitting up all the 
local Filipino restaurants and trying to get mm-hmm. our liquor in there. Um, and one of the restaurants we went to here in LA, they had an ube flan. Remember that, oh, yeah. Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And ube. Of course, we'd, we'd go there. You know, of course, we were there to, you know, try to sell our liquor, but of we'd course. go there for the flan, too, as well. And was it you that brought home flan, but it didn't make it home, Dave? Was that you? No. Well, was that me? Me? <laughs> like, I ate was that it before me? I got home. Yeah, it didn't go well, bad. Yeah. It didn't go bad. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was you. I think. Like, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to share. I'm supposed to share it with my girl, but I didn't. You know, yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything ube too, but that's a that's a different subject altogether. However, I do yep. want to ask you guys some questions if you guys don't mind. Let's sure. take a little journey into our our roots per se, right? So, I'll give you a dish. Let's see what you guys can compare it with some Papa J's, coconut, whatever kind of mixture you guys do. However. Let's stick with classics. So the first dish, my, it's my all-time favorite, sinigang. What can we tackle a sour soup to partner with uh, a delicious, refreshing coconut drink? What do you think, Mike? Wow, it's something like that. I'd almost go old-school classic and just, you know, get the, the Papa J's, uh, some, some ice, and uh, some some uh, maybe Pellegrino and a squeeze of uh, calamansi. Oh, calamansi, you, you, okay. You got, you've got the calamansi already there for the synagogue, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the calamansi there for the drink. I mean, you kind of have that for refreshing drink. It's very simple with the mm. sour. And I think that would be fantastic and nice. And I think as Asians, I think some people look at us like, you guys have hot soup in the summer? <laughs> I mean, come on. But that's what we do. It. We like we like hot soup in the summer. So, you know, you have a little bit of sinigang, which, you know, I'll have to try yours, Casey, but my, my dad mm. tells that he's got the best sinigang, which oh, yeah. I'd have to, yeah, he's he does it really well. So uh, I'm going to have to ask him to, to try that. Just It's very simple, you know, just some, some frozen Papa J's, some mm-hmm. Pellegrino, and a little squeeze of calamansi. Yeah. I'll definitely share you guys really, my recipe. Pair really, ni- pair really nice with the synagogue. I'll show you guys my recipe after it. Um, I don't tout it as the best. I've had better. Um, yep. But this is what I always go to if I were making synagogue. So I'll mm-hmm. make sure to share the recipe. But uh, how about you, Dave? I'm going to ask you a question. What would you pair your Papu J's with lechon? Or lechon kawali? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Ooh. That's the tuna I made myself out here in the backyard. So I, I just that I had a, I had a different drink for 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 the previous meal, but for for okay. for lechon, I mean that is just classic coconut water and papuje's equal parts. Maybe a lime, maybe calamansi. You know that is it. And I don't even know if I would put it on ice. I would just go just straight room temperature. Okay, uh, and then like because it would you know let the garlic and and and, and of, of, of the lechon really come through mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the you want to keep it clean like that. Papa J's has that sort of very fresh, sunny flavor. Okay, uh, I think that works just alone with lechon like that. Like that yeah. when you get like a like a nice, like oily heavy meat, you just go clean Papa J's on that, and that's you know that's it. I don't know if this is out of turn, Casey, but go for it. What about like uh, like our 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 peapog? 
you know, with the lechon. Sure, peapog. Yeah, yeah we see. did the, the, uh, pi the pineapple, the guava. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know, so kind of whenever... go a little, kind of go a little tropical, a little tiki a little bit. Got it. Um, immediately when I hear pineapple and coconut, uh, grilled chicken. No matter what, hands down, I will do grilled chicken. But in our style, though, adobo grilled chicken. Mm -hmm. So same preparation. You marinate and all that. You grill it. And I, I would have a happy day with that. And for everybody interested, their peapog recipe is one part Papa J's, two parts pineapple, and one part guava. It's all on their website. I'll make sure to shout you guys out because I, I have the... You can't see it, but I have like three monitors going so i'm like reading your recipes here at the same time okay yeah, right one more there, dish. On, on your, on, on. yeah go ahead one more dish uh for you dave how about let's do this is not really okay it's not it's it's kind of a sweet on sweet but how would you tackle tron tron is oh. which is uh our our yeah. fried banana yeah. dessert how would you tackle that with our papa jays I go multicultural, I think, with that. Like, okay. I would go, I've been playing with a little bit of, like, uh, uh, Thai chilies, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, lemongrass, uh, you know, blend that up, and then add Papu Jays and make that cold, 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 you know? Ooh. I think that would work well like that. So it's, it's like a, uh, it's, it's like a, like a, almost like a tom kong kai soup, mm -hmm. and I think that would work well with something like that. You know, like a lot, a lot of flavors right there. It's almost like a side dish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it'll be like a side dish, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll work too. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Yeah. I, I'd Man. almost I'd like, I would, I would almost like your, the popo and coffee that you make, Dave, with the, uh, with the Tron. And then it'd be like a nice, like, after having a heavy Filipino meal, you get the, <laughs> you get the fried banana and you go, you know, of course you got the sugar on both of sides of that yeah, thing. Yeah. And then you have a nice little, you know, you're going to, it's a heavy meal. You're going to need a little pick me up. So a little Papa, Papa and coffee, man. A little Papa and iced yeah. coffee with that. Like I said, I, I like, I like drinking things that are cold. The, the only thing that I'll probably drink room temp is beer or whiskey or mm -hmm. bourbon. Like that's okay. We, we can all like, I'll, my wife and I are big brown liquors here at the house. But like I said, we don't do too much of the white stuff, but it will be, this is definitely on the shelves now. And I, there's a whole Filipino community here in Bergenfield, New Jersey, pretty much a populated in Jersey City. Oh, yeah. Guarantee you, if I can get one of these into three of my buddies' hands, this will blow up. So I'm, I'm like, that's why I'm so, I'm so for it. And it sounds just so good. And it's so, it's just so smooth. That, this is the first thing I keep thinking. It's so smooth. Uh, to your lips and it's easy to drink and it's kind of dangerous because it's so smooth you're like <laughs> yeah you're like oh yeah. what yeah you go you get in you get in about two drinks in. you're still like i'm still not feeling it but then no. you get to three and four you're like and and maybe you're sitting down that whole time while you're drinking those first two and then when you get up yeah. it's gonna mess you that, up that third, it's gonna mess you up yeah and yeah, where you live, Casey, in that Bergenfield, I mean, there's that Jersey City, there's a ton of Filipinos. There. Ton. And, you know, ton. that's where, and I guarantee that's where you my never heard aunts of live. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got aunts that live, I, well, they used to live there in uh, like the Teaneck area, Inglewood mm. Cliffs area. Uh, my sister went to school in, at Seton Hall over there in the Orange. Oh, so, wow. Just right there. A, yeah, it's a huge Filipino community. And, you know, 
us being on the West Coast, we're at a disadvantage geographically, but if we've got people like you that can promote and, and get the word out, it's it's only better for, for everybody. Oh, definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with the higher up Filipinos, I call it. <laughs> we have a, I'm partners with a lot of, well, not partners, but I, I know mm-hmm. friends in a lot of um, hotels, like Renaissance, yes. the Marriott, the Hilton. Mm-hmm. I know they're exec chefs. We, we all talk right. together. So... I'll guarantee you the next the next meeting I'll just slip him. It's like yeah, just try this, just yep. just down it. And he'll be like, oh my one, god! I was like, yeah, I know. One Bam. of our biggest one of our biggest fans of Papa Jays, believe it or not, if you want to have a super fan when it comes to Papa Jays, she lives in New Jersey with okay. two of her sisters, and she's a Filipina. And Dave knows her. Her, her name's Victoria Garcia, mm-hmm. and any moment any time or any opportunity she can post her concoctions of papa jays mm-hmm. she posts it on twitter hey, and she, shout she out. tags joe coy so i was like well sure why not you know? hey there you go <laughs> if you can get him on board hey that's oh, yeah. all it is to it man yeah i've seen that guy live a couple of times too he's he's pretty freaking hilarious yeah um <laughs> Okay, let's go through a bit of, well, quickly, let's go through a bit of a, like a quick fire questionnaire, okay? I always ask this towards the end of the interview. Um, so <laughs> let's, go with, let's go with Mike. What do you absolutely refuse to eat? Uh, that would be balut. What? Yep, yep. Did you, you know, okay. I can't say it absolutely refuse it because Sacrilegious. I, 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 I have, I've eaten it. And uh, it it has taken me at least three or four San Miguel's in before <laughs> before I eat it. So it's not that I absolutely refuse. I'll absolutely refuse before having any okay. alcohol. But if I'm three or four San Miguel's in, uh, you're just like or let's go. or two two Red Bulls in, uh, or or and one two, Papa Jay's in. So that's that's the grade. You got San Miguel. It takes four. You got Red Bulls, it takes two, and it only okay. takes one Papa Jay's drink for me to get into. Okay. For everybody listening in right now, Mike is not Filipino. He's a he's a sellout. How <laughs> 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 oh, dare you say you don't eat bullet? How <laughs> oh, dare you? Uh, Dave, to you, the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten. Man, I don't know. I don't I don't eat I, I will eat eaten like worms okay me too uh you know i, I would say disgusting you know like when i was a kid you know that I, I i i get grossed out by stuff but now put it on a plate i'll try it but i don't know that anything i've, I've like I've, I've uh i've 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 encountered anything that that's just killed me you know okay um okay. so i, I would say probably like i've eaten ants i've eaten worms you know i've eaten mm-hmm. a lot of slimy things Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't say that I, w- I wouldn't call them disgusting, you know. Okay. There have been maybe like some some would it's say a maybe off. a little fear factor, but it, but it's always like okay, that's that, that oh, was that was that, right. and I had a good time. Yeah, you know. Actually, did yeah. you guys know that um, fear factor's menu was ninety percent Filipino? Did you guys know this? <laughs> I remember they did. They ate bullet one time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I can't and I can't remember what the other, but bullet was the one that I remembered from the show. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, People had issues eating that. 
Yeah. Well, it's just because they're weird. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I remember I remember right. serving a guy. Like I was out I was in the Philippines with, you know, some friends that were from New York and from New York, yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, I, I, one guy was looking at lychee nuts. Wow. He was freaking out and I was like, just try it. And he described yeah. that as a fear factor meal. I'm like, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a really? fruit. I mean how, how yeah. <laughs> a fruit. Well, it's a fruit. To some I people, mean, it's not, yeah, it's yeah a... to some people, just by looking at it, they they get grossed yeah. out. But it's yeah. it's definitely not. Okay, yeah. let's throw it back to you, Mike. Let's do ever eaten any weird proteins or weird things. Um, I think the weirdest thing that I've ever eaten was probably guinea pig. Yeah, and, yeah. Some chewy. Yeah, we had some, and I, and well, that was the same trip that Dave and I were on. This would have been. 16 years ago now we were uh, okay. we were there for the third partner in our in in papa jay's he he got married in peru his wife is oh nice Peruvian. so uh we all hung out together and i think this was in cusco we had we all had a uh, guinea pig for dinner hey we had uh, delicious heart. and heart yeah Ooh. beef heart we beef heart beef hearts yeah beef heart mm -hmm. was good that was delicious that was uh beef prepared um it was grilled the way they prepared it on, on skewers. It's mm -hmm. delicious. Now that's all you need. Uh, Dave, to you or to both of you, actually, any allergies to food? No. I don't no have allergies. any. No allergies. That you know of? That I know of. Yep. I don't have any. My family wow. has, some, some of my family members have allergies to shellfish. Okay. And, and peanut butter. But I could not imagine my life being allergic to shellfish because I love shrimp and lobster mm -hmm. too much. And Dave, no allergies for you also? I, yeah, wow. I haven't had any issues. Not, I mean, you know, medications, but not food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, used to be, I used to be allergic to mangoes when I was a child. What? But then I grew up and grew out of that pretty quick. Oh, yeah, well, God. I the Philippines, like when I, 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 I ate so many mangoes at one point that I got a rash on my arms. Mm. But that from was it. Eating like, mangoes? I think I've, I've seen, yeah, from eating mangoes. I, I, I ate a lot of mangoes and then I ended up with a rash on my arms. But mm -hmm. other than that, uh, you know, I still go back and eat a lot of mangoes and I'll take yeah. that rash every time. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think the story for me was that I had mangoes here and I was allergic to it. And then mm. I went back to the Philippines and, and mangoes. And, and you were fine. And and that was fine. And then came back ah. and totally immune to it after that. Well, you know what it is, yeah. too? Um, our, our body systems, after a while, it does switch to a different to a different thing. So yeah. sometimes when you're allergic to something, a little later on in life or maybe earlier on, it will switch off and on. So maybe you yeah. won't be in a while. Currently, I am allergic to chocolate. I cannot eat it. Ooh. Yeah. So as my oh. brother. We have a... Um, yeah. My brother will go into shock if he gets too much chocolate. I will really? break the hell out and get rashes mm -hmm. everywhere so I can't have chocolate. Yeah. Um, so those are, the, those are the two things. Every time I do say that, same, re same reaction. They're like, ooh, chocolate. Yeah. I don't miss it. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. actually, I do. Casey, I do have a little bit of an allergy now that I've developed over the last couple of years to uh, peaches. Peaches. And peaches and apricots because they're kind of the same family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if I bite into that, I get my the roof of my mouth starts to get mm -hmm. itchy, and that's that's only happened in the last maybe two or three years. So Try really boiling it. Yeah, you boil yeah, it first. 
it's the protein outside the the skin that's maybe irritating you half the time. So really? try boiling it. You might get a different reaction. Different. Uh, that would that would make sense because I can eat like peach cobbler and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Eat all that stuff. Okay. See, you're learning. I know. I got learning. I got info for you. Yeah. I got info right. for you. There you go. Uh, Dave, for you, um, favorite food, and how do you prepare it? I'm I am a simple person. Like I just I love. A good ribeye steak. Simple <laughs> like <laughs> that is uh, cast iron, you know, here and then in the oven for a little bit, and I pull that out. Call it a day. Uh, that is Got my, it. I like yeah, I, I, I like all my meals are super simple. Like I, you know, even yeah. when I bake, it's all it looks like looks like a like a rustic kind of like put together, and that's how I love it. I don't I, nothing fancy in what I do. Except cocktails, I'll play around oh, okay. with cocktails. But but meals, <laughs> right. I like. I love simple meals, like just simple. Uh, hey, a, a simple a simple steak. You know, Nothing like a lechon. Like how simple is a lechon? I mean, it takes a long time, but true. it's pretty simple, right there, right? You, you know, you keep that the whole thing together, and then you you spin it up. And that's it. You know, I love that. That is definitely true. How about you, yeah. Mike? What is your what is your favorite meal, and how do you prepare it? Man, I I go through several favorite meals during the week <laughs> um, but uh you know one of the things i love to do that's quick and easy and my, my kids love noodles right so okay. when i get in their home right now with uh, distance learning here in, in california so one of the things that i do and i i did this in college and this sounds so basic but i take a cup of noodle right okay your basic cup of noodle put the hot water in there let it sit there for three minutes I take the noodle out and I fry it. I stir fry hey. that thing. Add there a little, add a little uh, soy sauce, uh, sesame oil, mm. uh, some some pepper, and then I add you know for the kids some some frozen peas and 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 corn in there. There you and go. Whatever protein I've got hanging out. If if I ate bacon that morning, boom, slice up the bacon. <laughs> that protein goes right in there. So it's like uh if. It's like the Hawaiian fried Simon noodle. So if I got a fish cake laying around, slice up some fish cake and, and put that go. in there. And then it's really simple to, to prepare. Um, That's all you it, need, To me, man. it's like, it's comfort food for me. Oh, it definitely is. So it, you were talking pancit canton from our dishes. Same exact thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A fried noodle dish. Exactly. Which definitely will be in my menu soon. Um, and then finally, the last question for the both of you guys. Uh, ever eaten spam? Come on, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, is the Pope I just Catholic? Got, hey, I gotta check. <laughs> yeah. I just gotta check. So I gotta last, check. We all eat spam here. Last week, my my wife again. One of those simple meals you gotta make for the kids. It's that we gotta do quick. Is uh, spam asubi. So oh, we bought one of those spam asubi makers when we were in Hawaii about five mm. or six years ago. Basically, it's a it's a plastic rectangle with a press on top. Get some seaweed, slice up the spam. There's a little teriyaki in there. Put it in the spam That's maker. It. The spam soup, you're done. So oh, the answer a, is yes good, to that. Yeah. Spam all the way. Uh, spam sandwich we make uh, here at my house quite often. My wife doesn't eat spam. I'm still trying to convert her soon. <laughs> but for now, she, she cannot take. It's the texture, she says. It's too... Um, it's too boogery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just pressed. 
It's just pressed meat, so she can't do it. Um, but eventually she will, once her palate changes a little right. bit. Uh, we'll try again in seven years. That's what I say. It's like it's fine. You, you'll say, like the history, it eventually. The history spans it. It was a sea ration, right, for for the soldiers during World yes. War II. So World War II, they needed to get uh, protein out to the to to the troops without it spoiling quicker. So mm-hmm. they found a way, the same way as you cure meats, you put the pink salt in it. That's yep. what makes that thing pink. Um, and it lasts like two years in that stupid can. And then that's it. Spam was born. Amazing. From little end drippings, they just send it out overseas. Uh, obviously, it resonated more with us because that was like, was like, wow, this is amazing. Pork in a can? Yes. Why not? Yeah. Doesn't go bad? Absolutely. <laughs> Fry it up with sort rice, this- egg on top of it. The, the, the food of liberation and then bam, yep. right there yeah freedom yeah so i yeah, it's definitely a different different association but i'm a big fan of the masubi that's what i do too and, uh, mm-hmm. so good hey and it's, it's actually good with the uh the fried ramen too as well if you got some of that you know because we don't use the whole can you always for yeah. some reason you have like this much left in the can right so <laughs> you take that out slice that up into cubes and you throw that in the throw that in that's the noodles it. so Boom. That is. And I'm I'm always impressed with how little fat comes out of it, right? When you fry that yeah. up, correct. Not a lot of fat. I mean, I get, no. you know, and it's it, it's a it's a well product. product. <laughs> I'm saying right now, it's a well it, product. It's a yep. And there's spam light. If you're still conscious about it, they make spam light, which Don't. to me doesn't make sense. No. It's that's Don't just sacrilege it. at that point. Sacrilegious. Yeah, paying for this, uh, for this podcast right now. <laughs> I condone them so much. It's not even funny. I ask everybody. Now I'll be spamming Papa J's all day. Because <laughs> I, I ask people, I was like, have you ever eaten spam? They're like, what's, what's that? I'm like, oh, you know what? You're missing out. That's, yeah. that's all I can tell you. I think they're based in uh, Minnesota, right? I think they're I'm in Minnesota. Not sure. I think they're a Minnesota company. Um, yeah, if I remember maybe. correctly. But it definitely yeah, originated yeah. from here. Yeah, right now. Came up to the states, but like I like I mentioned, as a, as we close though, Papu J's Lamanog vodka drinks so smooth it'll make Tito's run for its money. Um, take it from me, like literally, um, it was my first thought was is it's so smooth, it's so smooth and dangerous at the same time. That should be like your slogan on the bottom. Yes. And then um, in the next coming weeks, I'm actually going to make that flan version for you guys. So, and I'm going to tag you guys on social so we make sure that we're all together on Excellent. it. Um, but we are here to share the love of, uh, of our country to everybody else. And this is a, a really great product to do so. I don't think there's any other product that's like it uh, besides Jollibee, that is. <laughs> um, that is culturally Filipino. Um, and, you know... Thank you, you guys, for for reaching out. I've never actually heard of it, so for me, this is an experience altogether, and one that I will definitely remember for for the rest of my time. And, and it's quite great, like I mentioned. I only I, I was raised in the Philippines. I, I left when I was twelve, so the dishes are the the most common ones that I remember. But I didn't get the pleasure to fully uh, enjoy what uh, the Philippines was to offer. I was born in Manila too, so everything mm-hmm. from that central location. Um, but definitely um, grilled uh, chicken feet will always something will be close to my heart. Um, and then grilled hearts and livers also because that's so that's so Philippines. And then yeah. uh, into um, the, the vinegar with uh, the peppers is yeah. can't go with it. Um, before wonder, we do. I wonder if you can put it, Papa Jay's in like babinka. 
Of course you can. Or amputo. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think you, you should you try can... that. Actually, one of my chefs is Filipino, so I'll, I'll converse with him. I was like, yo, let's let's make bibinga this one time with this. Yeah. And let's see how that comes out. And I, I'm pretty sure he'll be ecstatic with that all together. But if you guys don't mind, can you give me a little shout out for you guys' company, all your socials, uh, anywhere they can find you and all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Dave. Do you want to start first? Yeah, you, uh, well, we're uh, Papu J Spirits on uh, on uh, Instagram, Papu J's Lamanug on Facebook. Uh, what I do want to say is, uh, you know, go to papujays.com, uh, hit buy now. They'll take you to a place called Holiday Wines Cellars, and you go papujays-ship, uh, you'll get free shipping. So, Ooh. you know, please hit that up for you guys there. No, I think, uh, you know, for, for New Jersey, we do ship to New Jersey because Victoria – Garcia lives in New Jersey, so, and she's even gone to the point that if there are any issues with shipping, she has no problem calling the <laughs> store. So uh, they they know her very well. So shout out uh, to Victoria. Yeah, no, Hell she's, yeah, she's a big proponent of us. Has been a big supporter of us from the beginning, and she's mm. really all about the Pinoy and Pinoy pride. Mm. So yeah, definitely. If you I'll run into if you're, if you're running into issues with shipping, you know, feel free to hit us up, DM us on, on Insta or mm -hmm. wherever you want, and, and uh, mm -hmm. or or through the website, and we'll make it work. We'll figure out a way to get to get some Papu Jays to your state. I mean, we're talking about the the U.S. right now, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. definitely hit us up uh, if you got issues with shipping. Uh, you know, there's a uh, there's some links to, to to get emails to us through uh, through Papu Jays, and uh, we'll we'll make it right. There you go. I was uh, I was mentioning to Dave earlier. Um, we're gonna try to to make Tito's run its money, uh, dry because this is a smoother combatant to it. So screw your Tito's. Try a bottle of Papa J's. Um, it it really does kiss you with a, a really warm note of coconut, and it, it it goes in smooth. So that's again PapuJays.com. Everything, all in the links and all the recipes that we talked to, uh, I'll make sure to drop it in the link in the description below. I want to thank Dave Osmania and Michael Borja. There you go. Uh, for, <laughs> for joining me today. Thank you for spending me a little bit of your time and your busy day. Uh, but definitely look out for some spike in sales. Uh, this is going to go out to my compadres here. Um, and we're all, you know, because we're a tight-knit family anyway. There's only a small community of us. So once heard of this it's just gonna it's gonna populate and here in jersey they're they're really mouthy i don't know about the filipinos and west coast but over here everybody's so so aggressive so this is just gonna float out uh <laughs> pretty fast which is just amazing all together but available at adam's bottle boutique now i'm i'm obviously listing west coast um uh, stores here, Peyton Tavern, uh, Shea Melange, Angeles National Golf Club, uh, Barkeeper, Hilo, Mamster Los Angeles, uh, Barn Garden, uh, Raging Cajun Cafe, and Reunions all over in California. So shout out to you guys. Thank you again for coming into the podcast. Um, and then other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you and have a good one. Thank you, everybody.